It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcast from. And it's a Tuesday morning, the 21st day for November. And another email has come in from Lucia in Denmark, who has been listening to us for most of the year. And you have asked this particular question, and that is, when buying an investment property remotely without being physically in Dubai, how easy is the process? And also, you want to spend around 2.5 million dirhams on an investment property with the best possible yield. So there is a bit there to get through, Lucia. Thank you for your email. Once again, professional Mario Volpe is back with us. And good morning, Mario. Uh, Welcome back to the Dubai Property Breakfast. Good morning, Craig, and good morning to all the listeners. And Lucia, Italian by the sound of it with that question. (laughs) Yeah, uh, an Italian in Denmark, yeah. Buying a property in Dubai can be very easy, and and often people buy this way if they're not able to stay for the process, which incidentally is also very quick compared to other parts of the world. But uh, if Lucia cannot be present, then she'll have to organise an online POA. POA stands for Power of Attorney. Now, this can be done remotely. This is when a video conferencing is arranged via uh, an app called Botim uh, with a notary public who then asks the individual to identify themselves by showing ID in the camera. And then the POA can be granted to a lawyer, family member or friend. Once uh, this is done, the individual can sign on behalf of the person giving the uh, the POA to finalise any property transactions. And how much uh, this year in 2023 have you seen this sort of remote buying? She mentions that she wants to buy an investment property and I think we'll probably step through that for the Saturday morning property market update. But are you seeing a lot of this in terms of remote? Not as much as we used to. I mean, this whole process was there basically because of COVID uh, and when people obviously couldn't travel. So uh, the authorities here in Dubai and in fact, uh, the UAE in in general organized uh, the ability for people to be able to buy remotely by doing these uh, online uh, power of attorneys. Obviously, there's still uh, a major process that needs to be done. So my advice would be to either go online and just see who's offering them and there are many, many companies that that are. Now she's talking about $2.5 million high yield in Dubai. So she's got a little bit of a budget there. That's uh, that's going to throw up a lot of opportunities for her. Yeah, definitely. And and I mean, there's there's two types of properties that she can buy and that one would be off plan uh, or at least under construction. And the other one is secondary market. I mean, if I can just go on to say that the buying of the off plan is very easy. A booking form can be signed and a link is sent in order to pay the booking fee, which is typically 10%. But then you need to reach around uh, 20 plus four, 20% plus four in order to then sign the sale and purchase agreement uh, and this normally takes about 30 days for you to reach that part 
The secondary market is a little bit more complicated, and it's at this stage that the power of attorney bec- you know, comes into their own. Once the buyer is satisfied with the unit, and this can be via someone viewing on their behalf or, or you know, seeing a video perhaps, the agent, then all the parties agree on a sale price. Forms need to be produced. I've mentioned this before. There's a form A for the seller, B for the buyer, and the sales contract, which is called the form F. The seller pays off the outstanding service charges and requests what's called a no objection letter from the developer. Once this is all in hand, all parties go to a trustee office with all the necessary manager's checks prepared for the sale price, the transfer fee, which is 4%, the agent's commission, which is 2% plus VAT, trustee fees, 4,000 plus VAT, and lastly, any associated fees, often around 580 dirhams. The whole process can be extremely quick, just a few days really, or, or typically, let's say, up to two weeks, just to be on the safe side. But this, I stress, is for what we call a cash-to-cash purchase. If there is a mortgage involved, then 45 days, sometimes even 60 days, uh, would need uh, would be needed for the process to be finished. If you're buying off-plan as opposed to the secondary market remotely, There's really nothing that you're not getting that somebody would be getting on the ground in Dubai. I mean, you're looking at renders. It's quite different, isn't it, compared to the secondary? Yeah, I mean, all all that you're missing out on is perhaps, you know, a model of the development or, you know, the master plan, which you would see at the developer's office. Floor plans can be sent to you. Videos can be sent. Renders can be sent. So that's why I said off plan is much, much easier. And often, you know, links can be sent through. So you don't really necessarily need uh, a power of attorney because I think most developers also accept uh, electronic signatures as being legal as well. So, Lucia, I hope that that sort of uh, does part one for your question. Part two, we will get to with the Saturday morning property market uh, update. So thank you for your email. Now, a few weeks ago, Mario, we were talking about the price correction, you know, somewhere between that 5 to 10% for the market. And one of the things to factor in with some nationalities, especially the Russians, is the the way that the ruble has tanked. And as a result, the purchasing power has really gone backwards. Now, you have your finger on the pulse with regard to this. Is is this something that you are seeing or is there just one or two isolated cases of this? No, we've been speaking quite a bit, uh, suggesting that Russian buyers have, have gone quiet in, in the Dubai property market. Well, you're right. The, one of the main reasons is that their currency has weakened approximately 50% since since last year. I mean, last year it was 60 rubles to the dollar. Now it's 90 rubles to the dollar. So, so everything in Dubai is now looking expensive for them. What, what's actually happening now is that many Russians who bought last year when the ruble was stronger are now facing difficulty making their next payments on payment plans for off-plan properties, um, which obviously they, they embarked upon frenetically last year. So these individuals are now more desperate to sell on before they potentially default on their off-plan units, assuming uh, that they can't actually make the next payment. So what we're finding is that the Russian buyers 
have now become Russian sellers because clearly uh, they have problems with the currency and, and are not able to meet their obligations. Yes, because getting into a default situation is a place that you don't want to be. It's it's a little bit of bad luck, really, because of the, the currency which is dominating what is going on, and particularly with that buying power. So is it happening to any other nationality? We're not necessarily seeing specifically nationalities like that. Russians, yes, because they came in such large numbers that for sure we're seeing uh, some difficulty for them. You know, Dubai is such a diverse place and so many different nationalities buy here. Uh, That's the beauty of it, really. So when one is having difficulty, there's always someone else coming to take its place. And that's also why you are seeing still record numbers happening. But, you know, there is a a bit of a wind of change coming maybe to Dubai. And, you that, that can be welcome, to be honest with you, because I've said before, you cannot have prices just continue to go up and up and up and up without there being a period of pause or, dare I say, a period of correction, for want of a better word. So that's also good for the market. And it shows that Dubai is a maturing market. Mm, and it really does feel like that price correction is coming. Perhaps it has already started. All right, let's have a look at Expo Village, Mario. For those outside of the UAE, can you explain a little bit about what takes place in the Expo Village and why it's important and why people can benefit from it? Yeah, I mean, because rents, generally speaking, continue to be stubbornly expensive, more and more residents are obviously looking for areas where their dirham will stretch further. So one area definitely uh, that comes to mind is the Dubai South area or specifically the Expo Village. Now, for the listeners, Dubai South, we've spoken about this before. It's just a very, very large area of Dubai where which uh, houses the Maktoum International Airport. You've got uh, the Expo site. There's going to be a, a mall being built. There's also the metro station. Last week, I spoke about sustainability. Uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up again is because COP28, which is uh, the big festival of uh, sustainability, is actually coming to to Dubai. It's being hosted by Dubai at the end of November. So all eyes will actually be on the expo site. And next to the expo site is, is the village. Now, in the past, close to 600 apartments from the initial community were rented. The area will actually have close to four times this amount when completed. But for now, they're going to be launching close to 400 new units added to the inventory, which no doubt will all be taken up quickly. So just to give uh, the listeners some some indication on prices for a studio flat, uh, these range from around 48 to 56,000. A one bedroom is going to be between sort of 60 and 71 and two beds are 84 to 95,000. Many of these units are also furnished, so they do represent really good value for money. But the one other thing I wanted to mention was that Dubai South has also had more offices and businesses open up there in the last two years, for example. Now, this obviously has added to the attraction. This coupled with the infrastructure on transport via the opening of major roads has also helped to bring attention to this area, and it can only grow from strength to strength. 
Yeah, we've talked uh, quite a bit about uh, Dubai South. And as you say, the infrastructure has gone on. There's there's all of these developers that have gone in there. In terms of the investors, it seems to be one of those spots where there is a bit of a preference because you can see the growth taking place. And I guess for the next 12 months to 18 months, it's going to continue with that focus. Definitely. And it's such a huge area as well. And there's so much going on down there. I mean, they're building golf courses, there's villa communities, there's nature reserves. And like I mentioned before, the road network is really good. I mean, I remember going to Expo thinking that it was so far away. And and the first time I went, I I actually went by Metro, which was super easy. But then I decided to go by car and literally from from sort of Dubai Marina to there, it was it was like a 15, 20 minute drive. It, it's not as far as you think. It looks miles away on the map, but with the road networks that they've built, and, and they're huge, the roads here as well. So, you know, unless we're talking major traffic, literally 15, 20 minutes and you're there. And finally, we've had some rain in Dubai and you know, it's, a, it's a nightmare. A small amount of rain can cause absolute chaos and global warming. You kind of wonder just whether or not there's going to have to be money spent in the infrastructure around stormwater and just sort of containing these weather events because they're only going to increase with time. That's right. And, and also here in the, in the UAE, we do what's known as cloud seeding as well. When that happens, you know, the heavens do open and we do get bucket loads of rain. But you've hit the nail on the head. It's, it's not so much the rain as such, it's the fact that we don't really have the drainage. So when it rains, the water stays. And I mean, I don't know whether you saw the videos, but it was hilarious to see people canoeing uh, on, on water, <laughs> which has, has piled up. So the car have got the water up to their windows and people basically canoeing to work and you've got to see it to believe it is what I'm trying to say here and it's something that definitely is an eye opener when it does rain that is for sure alright Mario I'll let you go I know that you've got a, another incredibly busy day today yesterday you welcomed what 50 new agents yeah I've, I've lost count it, it could be, it could be around around 50 maybe even a tad more we, uh, we do this every two weeks so we have have to welcome them at uh, at our business bay office to sort of get them started they're embarking on their two-week training program a bit like Lillian uh, did as well so yeah new new faces uh, and uh, new hope in the hearts of all these new recruits <laughs> new hope in the hearts of these new <laughs> recruits that, that is absolutely well spoken all right I'll leave you on that note catch you back on Saturday Absolutely. Look forward to it, Craig. See you later. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. Stay updated in the UAE real estate market with the latest trends, predictions and insights. Know your property. The Dubai Property Podcast.